When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Today's show is Child's Play. Hi, I'm Chucky. Wanna play? So beware of nightmares. That glove, razor sharp knives. If you put this thing on, I guarantee you hurt yourself. I'm Jared Hall from Entertainment Weekly, and here's what to watch on Tuesday, October 12th. We're counting down today's top three must-see picks from TV and movies. But first, your entertainment headlines. All historic runs must come to an end. And that's what happened Monday on Jeopardy with reigning champ Matt Amodio finally being taken down after a 38-game winning streak. The loss to actor Jonathan Fisher, who barely beat out runner-up Jessica Stevens, a statistical research specialist, leaves Amodio second on the all-time consecutive wins list behind Ken Jennings' 74 victories. He also finishes with 1518601 in cash winnings, which puts him third in non-tournament money, about $1 million short of both James Holzhauser and Jennings. Amodio is set to return for Jeopardy's next tournament of champions. And Adam Warlock is finally coming out of his shell. Will Poulter, known for starring in We're the Millers and Midsummer, has joined the cast of the upcoming Guardians of the Galaxy 3, landing the long-teased role of Adam Warlock. Returning director James Gunn confirmed the news on Twitter, calling Poulter, quote, an amazing actor and wonderful guy, and welcoming him to the Guardians family. For more on those stories, plus other news, reviews, interviews, and more, head on over to EW.com. All right, time to grab some popcorn for our number three pick, the third season of Netflix's The Movies That Made Us. The docuseries is delving into the stories behind six more beloved movies, including Friday the 13th, A Nightmare on Elm Street, Halloween, and Coming to America. Actors, directors, and other industry insiders will take you behind the scenes, revealing such stories as how Freddy Krueger's iconic glove came to be, how the alien queen in Aliens was built, and where Michael Myers' creepy mask came from. Here's a preview. Coming to America broke a couple of rules. It is another beautiful day in Zamunda. It was thought of that black romantic comedies would not do well at the box office. Jim is a perfectionist. We wanted to mock it up full scale. So we did what we call the trash bag queen. Down at the end was a Captain Kirk mask, painted the face appliance white. So creepy. I'm calling these studios. And they said, you are insane to think Will Ferrell should be the lead of anything. There was a discussion about changing the ending. Tim Burton hated it so much, he kicked a hole in the wall. The studio looked to us, you got five weeks to write it, can you do it? We said, what? (laughs) Some truly wild stories here. And if you're an EW reader, chances are this will be right up your alley. You can stream The Movies That Made Us Season 3 on Netflix right now. Number two. 
Today's number two pick is another treat for movie lovers, the new ABC special, A Night in the Academy Museum. The Academy of Motion Picture Arts and Sciences long-developing museum has finally opened in Los Angeles, and Oscar winners Laura Dern and Tom Hanks are hosting a special look inside the new institution. Gina Davis, Danny Glover, Camille Nanjiani, and many more will guide viewers through the halls of the museum as they explore the magic and artistry that has enlightened, enchanted, and entertained movie fans for more than a hundred years. Here's Hanks to tell us a little bit more about what the special will entail. You will be receiving what no one else will ever have, a personal guided tour to the most star-studded building on the planet Earth of ours. You will be escorted by the likes of me and Laura and Annette and Danny Glover and Gina around what is uh, the newest and most impressive bit of Hollywood uh, to, uh, to come down the pike after the year 2000. Intriguing. That's a big sell there. But what makes the Academy Museum so special? Here's Hanks again to explain. It's really a museum that is meant to prick the imagination uh, and the inspiration of everybody that comes. There is certainly a nostalgic atmosphere of it where you celebrate sort of like the, uh, the, the great tropes of movie making. You will see the greatest film clips of all time here. The museum's collection also includes such iconic pieces as the shark from Jaws, the ruby slippers from The Wizard of Oz, and much more. Here's Hanks one last time on his favorite item in the museum. I helped to uh, put in uh, one of the spaceships from 2001 A Space Odyssey, which is the most important movie I've ever seen in, in my life. So it's here in the museum somewhere. And to be able to see like, well, last time I saw this, it was landing on the moon in 1968. And now here it is sitting here right here. Truly a cinephile's dream. You can tune in for A Night in the Academy Museum tonight at 10 on ABC. Trivia. It's trivia time. Last year, the Academy Museum won what recent film item in an auction that attracted both Halsey and Ariana Grande's attention? Was it The Rock from Uncut Gems? Sharon Tate's party outfit from Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, or the May Queen dress from Midsummer. Stick around for the answer and our number one pick. What to watch? We'll be right back. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Welcome back to EW's What to Watch. We've had a lot for movie fans on today's show, but here's a little something for music fans. Dave Holmes is exploring a boy band mystery tied to boys to men's Motown Philly music video in a new podcast, Waiting for Impact, launching today. You can check out our interview with Holmes about the podcast over at EW.com, but the former MTV VJ also answered the question, what you watching? 
eliminated television, obviously. We have a lot more time at home than we ever had before. But, you know, at the end of the day, when the work-life border has been totally erased, when my partner and I sit down on the couch to watch TV, we don't have a brain. So I, I'm sure The Queen's Gambit is really great. I know the other two, season two of the other two, is fantastic. But the enduring TV show of the moment for for us is Silk Stockings on Hulu. It was a late night, late Saturday night CBS kind of sexy crime procedural show. Uh, it was on opposite Saturday Night Live, so I never saw a moment of it when it originally aired in like the late 80s, early 90s. But it's like, it's in, I think, Florida. It's sexy crimes. It's all kinds of, you know, light shining in through Venetian blinds. It's very, like, dirty for 1991. It's got, one of the stars is a woman named Mitzi Capture, which I can't believe that's a name. There are, like, 25,000 episodes of it. If you fall asleep in the middle of one of them and wake up in the middle of another, you won't know. It's just, it's perfect. It is non-challenging. Uh, it's it's oddly comforting. I'm obsessed. Got to say, I'm not really sure what's left to add to that, except to reiterate that you can find Silk Stockings, that's S-T-A-L-K, by the way, streaming on Hulu. And now, time for our killer number one pick, Chucky. The Murderous Doll is back in a new TV series starring Transparent's Zachary Arthur as a bullied teenager who unknowingly buys Chucky at a suburban yard sale. Soon, his idyllic town must grapple with a series of horrifying murders that begin to expose the town's deep hypocrisies and hidden secrets. Meanwhile, friends and foes from Chucky's past creep back into his world and threaten to expose the truth behind his mysterious origins as a seemingly ordinary child who somehow became this notorious monster. Here is a preview. It's October 31st. Hackensack is a haven for the bizarre, the effed up, and the straight up criminally insane. Historically speaking, the violence in our fair city has always spiked on Halloween. Where'd you get this? I have no idea. 20 bucks sound fair? This creepy doll just creeps me the hell out. Me too. Hi, I'm Chucky. Hello? Yeah, I'm calling about the doll. What? Be very careful with that doll. What are you talking about? Have you checked his batteries? Child's Play fans probably know how that one goes. The series is full of homages to past Chucky films, but it also takes the franchise in a new direction. Here's original Chucky creator and series showrunner Don Mancini on the approach he wanted to take with the show. We open in a small town in the United States mm. with a whole new batch of characters, much in the same way that we did when we started in Bride. We were in New Milieu, and then Curse of Chucky took us into a new milieu. So we're doing the same thing with the TV show. But one of the things I wanted to do was bring it back to its child's play roots and have the protagonist kids. But since 
with the first couple of movies, we'd already delved into having little, little kids. I wanted to explore something different. So this time we're exploring young teenagers. And there's a sort of aspect of the show that's a bit eighth grade. I don't know if you saw that that movie, sure. which I loved. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, it sort of depicted the horrors of being 14 years old and being in eighth grade. And, and I thought we could do that with Chucky. Chucky meets Eighth grade is not something we were ever expecting to see, but hey, we are here for it. Catch the series premiere of Chucky, if you dare, tonight at 10 on USA and Sci-Fi. And now the answer to today's trivia question. Last year, the Academy Museum won what recent film item in an auction that attracted both Halsey's and Ariana Grande's attention? The Rock from Uncut Gems, Sharon Tate's party dress from Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, or the May Queen dress from Midsummer. If we may tell you the answer, it's the May Queen dress from Midsummer. Second reference to that movie in this episode of the podcast. The museum paid $65,000 for the floral dress, which both Halsey and Grande expressed interest in buying. It's unclear if the pop stars actually made any bids, however. Well, that is going to do it for today's episode. We'll have more news and must-see picks for you tomorrow, so be sure to follow or subscribe to What to Watch so you don't miss our daily recommendations, more of which can be found at EW.com. I'm senior TV editor Jared Hall. You can find us on Twitter at EW and at Jared Hall. Thanks so much for listening, and have a great day. What to Watch. This episode of What to Watch was written by Tyler Aquilina, edited and produced by Joshua Heller, hosted and produced by Jared Hall, and executive produced by Shana Naomi Crockmall.